Are we thinking the same movie? Guy sleeping in the bathtub, predicting crimes, using white balls, <laughs> right? An early report. Bathtub, predicting crimes. <laughs> Is that the plot summary? <laughs> Make it till you make it. Hey, welcome back to another episode of 1980s. Now, a weekly examination of the importance of 1980s pop culture and its influence today. My name is Will. And joining me, as always, are my friends and co-hosts, Kat and John. Hello. Hi, guys. Hey, my people. How you doing? Doing good. Well. Awesome. Hey, in addition to uh, his co-hosting duties right here, don't forget, John hosts his Mm -hmm. very own awesome Gen X Grown Up, his own awesome (laughs) podcast, his own awesome podcast, Gen X Grown Up. There you go. Oh, thank you. First, yeah. considering that this just this past weekend, the fifth installment mm-hmm. of Indiana Jones opened, uh, Dial of Destiny. Right. We haven't seen it yet. I, I'm really, again, I've been avoiding a lot about it, although, uh, I don't know. I'm kind of, you know what? I'm trying to manage it's hard my to expectations. Avoid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I yeah. think I've heard enough to either feel like it's going to tank or feel like I'm going to enjoy it. I, I, I feel like there's enough. It's kind of equal <laughs> forces right now. Okay. Is there a number, Will? I mean, so this is weird. Like yeah. this will be broadcast after the film is out, right? right. So, yeah. yes. So like, like if 100 is the perfect Indiana Jones film and mm. zero is mm. worse than Crystal Skull. Oh, worse. Where does this have, right. I think it could be worse, right? Yeah, yeah, Where yeah, does I this agree. have to register mm. for you to see it as a mm. success or satisfactory? Wow. I think if it's above Crystal Skull, that'll be a victory, honestly. <laughs> and I say that because I think right, it's I hard think... to compete with the first three, you know, mm. in it particular is, because right? they were produced, you know, during that same era in the 1980s that there was so much consistent with movies made during that time that just was baked in, I think just by the nature of the process. And Mm -hmm. I don't know, it's like, that was lightning in the bottle. I don't know. So Crystal Skull, I think was a failed attempt at recapturing that. If Mangold Mm -hmm. can make a film that's is above that and closer to whatever you think personally is the worst Indiana Jones film at the top three, (laughs) I think that, I think that'd be good. I have a number. It's like 65. Like it needs to be. Well above okay, right? Okay. But it mm-hmm. doesn't need to like it doesn't need to be the second coming of Raiders for yep. me. You know, it just yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. You can't. I don't just sprung this on you. How about you? That's okay. Like, Spring away in the range. I I think my expectations are um, not that I have low expectations. My my threshold for enjoying it is probably much lower <laughs> than, oh, okay. than you than your guys' uh, thresholds. Cause I, I tend to be like, that was great about so many things that I hear people like, oh, that sucked. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, I know that I will enjoy it and, or that I okay. will have enjoyed it. And she doesn't need I, a number. She's in. I don't, yeah, I don't need a number. Okay. All right. Thanks. I'm just curious. We'll yeah, see how it goes. I'm just excited to see As it. I listen yeah. to this in the future, I'll see if I'm mad at myself or happy with myself. <laughs> you know, I think 65, that's, that feels about right, John. Uh, what, 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 where does Crystal Skull then come in your ranking system of zero mm. to 100? It's like a f- 20. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. I thought yeah. you would have given it higher than that. Okay, cool. I, I envision a lot worse than Crystal Skull, but I, yeah, it's, it's not the basement. It could be worse. It could yeah. be worse. But, tw- but so 20. Crystal Skull is not zero for John. Yeah. Yeah. I, is it zero for you? Well, the, well see, there are things yeah. in the Crystal Skull that are good. It's yeah. just as an overall mm-hmm. movie. It's not good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. if there okay. was no redeeming quality, zero, right? Okay. But All like, right. there are scenes in Crystal Skull that I'm like, oh, I love that that's oh, happening. Yep. Too bad mm. it's in this movie. I yeah. agree 100%. <laughs> How many times have you watched this? Oh, 192. But I hate it. I hate it. 
hate as it. of today. I've seen it once. <laughs> Which is enough. Anyway, because of that and because of SEO, uh, we're going to talk about Indiana Jones today. Particularly the latter. What's SEO? Hmm. Should we uh, tell her what it really is or should we make something up? Ask your husband later. I think I looked this up once before. No, I've looked this up before. We'll tell you what the S stands for. It's what you think. It's what you think, Kat. <laughs> Whatever you think, that's no, what it is. Oh, yes, it is. No, it's not. But because of that, on today's show, I'm going to be challenging Kat, John, and you to Indiana Jones trivia. Yeah. And you'll see how mm. we're going to do that later on. Hey, before that, mm -hmm. though, we're going to review current news stories related to 1980s media, including, including, remember, just like a live show, it's all going in. Mm -hmm. Perfect. <laughs> that long yep. time ago, Galaxy isn't as far, far away. Ah. The Honey, I Shrunk reboot has gone subatomic. Oh. And four new <laughs> booby trap free Indiana Jones treasures that I would personally want to get my hands on. At least three Ooh. of them. Mm. Uh, mm -hmm. Time codes Probably. are in the show notes if you'd like to skip around. But no one ever mm -hmm. does. Hey, uh, before we get started, a quick announcement here. What? What? <laughs> but nobody ever does. It's heckling. You'll get it in the end. Don't wish, worry about it. I wish. No, I don't really don't wish this, but it would be interesting to see. <laughs> I want to know. No, you if somebody, don't. If anybody uses that. them. <laughs> nobody, don't lie. Please nobody write cares. in and tell us. Nobody write cares, Cat. <laughs> anyway, a quick announcement, though, before we get started. It's less than a month away, guys. I mean, we're under 30 days. So excited. Oh, I know. I'm so excited. This is uh, July yes. 28th yes, to yes. the 30th. You could join all three of us. Plus, mm -hmm. if you're a fan of Jenna mm -hmm. showing up as well, uh, Mo and George mm -hmm. will be there as well at the Marriott Renaissance Waverly in Atlanta, Georgia for mm -hmm. Southern Fried Gaming Expo. Hell yes. S-F-G-E. Weird. 1980s <laughs> Now is doing a panel. Uh, we're going to be doing a panel yes. that we're going to treat it like a true crime. Just like we do mm -hmm. our true crime episodes. Uh, it's going to be three hours. Right? <laughs> no, no, I don't just think like it, our true crime. I don't think it can be more than an hour, right, John? I think there's a limit. I think it's, it's, they'll kick you out. Yeah, you, right. someone else is coming in. So they turn right. those rooms over. He's going to be two pages into his 17 page yeah. report. They're going to go, You're going to have to leave. I'm sorry, the next panel. We'll tell you the rest next week. Tune in. It's <laughs> a cliffhanger. Can be continued. I came to this convention and got a fucking cliffhanger. Yeah. But look, you can go to gameatl.com for more information and tickets. And I don't know that we have a, bon a coupon code, John, but I know that you got, you do. We do. Yeah. You can save five bucks off your ticket if you enter mm -hmm. coupon code GENXGROWNUP, all one word, in uh, when you go to purchase your tickets. Why not? Why would you not save five bucks? Yeah, do that. That's what I did. Oh, oh and our true crime <laughs> is going to be Adventure for the Treasures of Sword Quest. Awesome. Which is a crime in the sense that, what do we say? It's a, a travesty. Not so much a crime as a travesty. Oh. Yeah. All right. Uh, oh, one other announcement. Oh, for crying out loud. Really? We're, look, we got 15 oh. minutes now to get the news in. We're sticking to time. We're sticking to time. Uh, I think we got to take next week off. When we normally record, I will be in New York City. Mm -hmm. That's the deal. I'll be in New York City for a few days. That's right. I'll be there to see Back to the Future musical. Mm -hmm. Jealous. And yeah, I know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, Kat happens to be within driving distance of New York City. So Kat is coming to see it too. So we're both going to see... <laughs> Back to the Future music. Double jealous. So excited. I'm sorry. So next week's sorry, show is John. going to be John Only's. Tune yeah. in. You're going to want to miss that one. Oh, if George and Mo are available, I don't know. <laughs> no, not George. Not George. Just Mo. Oh, not George. <laughs> you don't need George's half-ass <laughs> preparation. <laughs> You're trying to create this war that will never happen George because you got to get George to listen first. I see, yeah, George, see, that's why I can say whatever <laughs> I want. 
I can say whatever you can I want. You do anything. <laughs> but what's going to happen is eventually he's going to listen to one. He's going to be like, well, how many times did I miss this now? <laughs> and then, John, we're going to have another listener. We'll have more downloads. That's right. Yes. You see what my strategy is, right? I do. Right. Yeah. Just address people personally until they start listening and then yes. move on to the next person. I got it. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. So we're going to be off next week, but uh, I think mm-hmm. Kat will try to record something maybe before we see the show and after we see the show. Oh, even if it's just yeah. Let's do for that. a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe we'll send it out or share it or something. We'll mm-hmm. tweet it or twit it or <laughs> Facebook it. All right. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's enough of all those things. Let's get caught up on 1980s news. I mean, amazing, John, right? If I could, I mean, could you, mm-hmm. even Gen X growing up, you know, as tight as you are with your countins and all that sort of thing, mm-hmm. and you're, hmm. can you imagine getting it down to a point where you don't have to edit? You just, whatever you record, it's it. I could see that. I could see that. I mean, our hour long shows take about an hour 10 to record. Son of a bitch. Yeah. That just shows yeah. you how, how terrible our show is, how sloppy it is. I just don't edit so much for content. I just <laughs> edit for flubs is all I'm editing flubs. for. Right. So. All right. Well, when you were on our show, you barely got cut. If you listened, like you didn't go, oh, well, they didn't use the part race. Mm-hmm. I used everything you said, unless you said it wrong and started over. When I was defending the Confederate flag, that didn't make it in. <laughs> that was, that was a Patreon <laughs> bonus. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> I was trying to get canceled. <laughs> hey, as reported on space.com, there's a new Tatooine like exoplanet discovered orbiting twin suns. Mm. Whoa. Now, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm going to read a bunch mm-hmm. of stuff. I don't understand like half of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I'm just going to like go verbatim here. Gotcha. So I have two follow-up questions when you get there. So yeah. you go first. All right. All okay. Right. Well, I'll just set it up in this way. Love it. Much like uh, as a child, having seen Star Wars, I wondered if it was possible to have a planet and planets within a galaxy, therefore, orbiting twin suns like Luke mm-hmm. Skywalker's uh, fictional homeworld. Mm-hmm. Uh, it turns out that scientists have discovered planets that in fact do that. And they just discovered a new one. Um, it turns out binary stars, you know, two stars that orbit one another, that's pretty common, turns out. Um, I would think what would Crazy. be less common, and which seems less common, is for planets to also then orbit both mm-hmm. of those. Because yeah. that gravity well has got to be crazy. Right? right? Yeah. And <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, and they, they describe some phenomenon here that maybe even... Not simply the gravity well, but the combination of the two. I don't know. Let's see. It's, it's one of the, again, I'm going to have to just read this verbatim, but okay. mm-hmm. it turns out that the, the astronomers have confirmed the d- detection of 14 what they call circumbinary planets, ones that go around uh, the stars of a mm-hmm. binary system. Mm-hmm. Um, until now, though, just one binary system was known to host multiple planets located about 5,000 light years away. Uh, in a new study, astronomers investigated the binary system known as, these all sound like Star Wars droids, TOI 1338. Yes, they do sound like mm-hmm. droids. <laughs> uh, in 2020, there was another one, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Using the uh, European Southern Observatory, and, and this is what they call it, the Very Large Telescope. Mm-hmm. I yep. love that. <laughs> the Very Large Telescope. <laughs> that had to be a placeholder, right? I mean, <laughs> although between that and their planet names, I guess they're not terribly creative folks. Mm. Those people are far too important and busy to spend their time coming up with names for stuff. No creativity. Oh, okay. Now I get it here. All right. See, so they did, they, they did a new study investigating this binary system, that one I told you, TOI 1338. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they were investigating that to try to pinpoint the mass of this binary system, they actually located... Uh, a planet, a second planet. Mm-hmm. So now okay. you've got 15 of these planets that are, you know, uh, circumbinary planets. The new planet they're called uh, Bebop 1C. Now at least that, <laughs> Lisa, that looks like a word. 
Bebop. <laughs> but it turns out it's for an acronym, <laughs> Binaries Escorted by Orbiting Planets. Now, they hired a guy. They had to hire a guy who does this. Because for now, for, other than that in this article, they're all random letters, it seems. Right. Thrown together. Yeah. They could have just said, we just call it Bebop, and I would have been in. That's fine. Oh, they wait. Didn't, they didn't, it didn't have to be an acronym for me. It says Bebop <laughs> is yep. another name for TOI 1338. All right. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Thanks for the simplicity, ah. scientists. So Bebop 1C is, uh, is this new planet that they've discovered. It's a gas mm-hmm. giant about 65 times the mass of Earth and about five times less than Jupiter's mass. It orbits its stars at a distance at about 79% of an astronomical unit. Mm. Huh. Mm-hmm. One astronomical unit is the average distance between the Earth and the sun. Mm-hmm. So it's 79% of that. Okay. All right. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so then it only takes 215 days to complete its voyage around this, its, its suns. Yeah, I didn't write down huh. that part, John, about how the... It's kind of tricky for two for a planet to go around both stars, mm-hmm. but it's there's mm-hmm. some kind of problem with that. I can only imagine the orbit is like a roller coaster because it's got to ebb and yeah. flow with the two different gravity strengths as the suns mm. turn and like yeah. am I orbiting wow. along with the suns or counter per, to the suns? Are they going counterclockwise and I'm going clockwise? I, it's crazy. I can't. The math is like. I can't imagine. I just remember in the article, it used the word rough. <laughs> rough. Rough <laughs> estimate. That's the only word I understood. <laughs> so here's quickly my follow-up questions. So my first question was, mm. how did you know, not being mm-hmm. the biggest Star Wars fan on the planet, how did you know the Tatooine had two sons in the first place? Now, I know there's the shot where oh. Luke is standing there and there's the, the yeah. two orbital bodies in the distance, which I assumed mm-hmm. were moons he could see during the day, like we see our moon during the day. That was my assumption. Uh-huh. I guess that was mm. wrong. But I made that assumption because shadows are following, are falling on the ground in a different, different direction than the direction the suns would have caused it. So I thought they were moons. I, I think it may have been on a trading card. We used to get those all the time, oh, you know, the packs of trading cards. Okay. And oh, I feel yes. like in, in my head, right. I can mm-hmm. picture one, the twin sons of Tatooine and it's showing Luke. I'll be and, damned. You know, and the, oh, so you've seen a card sense. that had that image. But it was labeled twin sons. Therefore, you yes. didn't know. I feel like that's uh, how I knew. I think okay. you're right, Kat. I yeah. think you're right. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, here it is. Kat, I found it. Yep. Ooh, cool. The, the card? card and it's really? The, the, the subtitle is, or the, the title on the card is Twin Sons. Awesome. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Luke is standing there with the sons. Yeah. I think that's the right. reason I knew, though, John, is because mm-hmm. I have eyes and I'm not a moron. <laughs> um, I think <gasps> that's what it comes down to. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how else to explain it. Oh. <laughs> And I was, I don't know, seven when I saw it, six or seven. All right, there you go. No, what it is, John, is what what really is happening, all kidding aside, is this is what happens when a Star Trek fan watches a Star Wars movie. Take all that logic, Spock nonsense. Spock nonsense. The shadows weren't matching because the suns weren't really there, John. You know that's the real reason. I do know that, but why didn't he fix it the special edition? Boom, oh, fix something worth fixing, Lucas. Oh, Come on. Oh, right, that's together. a good anyway. point that would have been worth fixing. Absolutely. Yes. So my second follow-up is very brief. I checked mm-hmm. and found out that Tatooine has three moons, which I don't remember Ooh. ever seeing. How do we know that? I didn't know. I don't think mm-hmm. I knew that. I went down a little rabbit hole with this article that <laughs> I, I hoped, I hoped to get a genuine, honest, respectful answer, but I did not get that. <laughs> It turns out I'm a moron. <laughs> All right. You got a sassy. I didn't say you were, were a moron. I said I'm not a moron. Mm. Uh, see, I'm going to be right again, John, like you said I do. I know. But the oh, thing, I, I really do think when I first saw it, I thought they were sun setting. 
I guess I can't really know for sure. And maybe it's like Kat said, because I, I do remember having that. I think I still have that card, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that right. could be floating around in my uh, dining room. I don't know. <laughs> all right. Hey, another 1980s news. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> as reported by The Hollywood. All right, let's get it back on track. <sighs> Come on, little Miyagi oh, no, here. Good luck. Mm-hmm. I'm still a butt sore. Good luck. Jo- oh, no. <laughs> I'm digging out of the hole now. I'm at a, I'm at a negative. Josh Ooh. Gad shares update on Honey, I Shrunk the Kids reboot. Mm. Now, look, I, this the original film came out in 1989. Mm-hmm. I was really too old to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we probably all were. It was fine. I saw it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw it because Rick Moranis was in it, though. Sure. I mean, sure. Yeah. I think I had seen every film that he's been in. I think you know? I watched it when my kids, after my kids were born. I don't think I'd ever actually seen it until mm-hmm. uh. like the mid aughts. Yeah. 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 It's like the same reason you watch that Flubber movie. It's because there's a Mm. comic in it you love and want to see what he's doing. Not because I need to see the Flubber movie. Right. It was so. Will. What? (laughs) Uh, I'm just looking at something. Oh, I thought you were mystified by Flubber. I'm trying, I'm trying to get over. No, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, you know, I don't know. I feel bad that I hurt John's feelings. I'm messing with that. I'm messing with you. Would you quit it? I'm getting. He was laughing right now. See, that's his defense mechanism. (laughs) He acts like he's hurt that I'm hurt so that I won't act hurt. I don't like that John can see me, that I'm so transparent to John. Wow. (laughs) Who's who's the moron now, John? Well done. Well done. All right. But yeah, so that's why I saw it. So it was fine. You know, the movie was fine. It was kind of fun and everything. And like you said, Kat, Kat. My kids were really into it. Mm-hmm, my mm-hmm. oldest, uh, when, when, you know, we watched first, first watched the first one. You know, mm-hmm. We tore through the other ones because, sure. you know, that's how much of a fan mm-hmm. he became. To this day, big fan, but also a big fan of Rick Moranis. So when yeah. I heard they were sure. going to reboot it, I was like, whatever. But learning that he was going to also be in it, all right, I'm back. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as you guys know, Rick Moranis took a, I don't know, 25 year mm-hmm. plus uh, hiatus from acting after his wife sadly passed away in the early 1990s from cancer, yep. he decided I am needed at home. And he put Hollywood behind him and, and raised his kids. I mean, amazing, amazing person mm-hmm. uh, doing that alone. So the fact that he would be back, I was really excited, but it turns out that um, it seems like that it's not going to happen after all. Uh, yeah. Josh Gad, uh, who, who I mentioned was set to star alongside of Moranis as his adult son. So the, the mm-hmm. son was a little kid in the movies and grows up as the films go, but he was mm-hmm. going to, play the, the son who is now a scientist having probably similar problems. Mm-hmm. But uh, Gad recently uh, tweeted, quote, truth is we were interest from starting and then COVID hit. Interest mm-hmm. from starting again and then my schedule exploded with conflicts. Interest from starting again and budget got the best of us, end quote. <laughs> and, and he goes on <laughs> to suggest that if people want to see the reboot come to life, they should reach out to Disney and let the company know that they're interested in it. Yeah. <laughs> Disney's dying to hear from me. He actually said, contact your local Disney. Like, what is yeah. that? What's yeah. your local Disney? It's like your congressman. Yeah. Like you said, it sounds like it wasn't going to be a reboot. It was going to be a continuation at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So he was going to play mm-hmm. the grown son, which is great. So mm-hmm. all that's well and good, but. It's a continuation we didn't necessarily need. Like you said, we only watched it for Moranis. The only reason I'd watch yeah. it again yeah. is for Moranis. So if, <laughs> yeah. it's not like I'm dying for more of that. You know? Well, this leaves me wondering though, because I love Rick Moranis. It was tra- tragic what happened to him personally. And obviously, you know, that, that outweighs anything. That outweighs our small sort of loss of not having this, being able to see him in film, certainly. Mm-hmm. But it would be great to see him. I'm, I'm heartwarmed by the fact that maybe he's going to be back. But this makes me wonder, why isn't he, as far as I know, going to be in the next Ghostbusters? Mm. Because our understanding was, is because he was retired all this time. And this would have been his first time back on the big screen. He did that mm-hmm. cell phone commercial for Ryan Reynolds a couple of years ago. Right. Yeah. 
But I wonder first why he, whether or not he's going to be in it. But then the follow-up to me immediately is, would that character fit in the world as they're creating it now? Hmm. Because he was the most, he was the biggest, you know, character sort of campiest of, yeah. mm-hmm. of all the, well, he was among, I mean, I guess in the second film, you know, the, the uh, villain takes over, uh, you know, he's got this, uh, What's that actor's name? It plays the uh, guy who works at the museum. Yeah. He may rival um, mm-hmm. Lewis Tully, but I don't know. You guys <laughs> think that we could even have a Lewis Tully in this afterlife hmm. branch of uh, Ghostbusters timeline? Huh. Yeah. I'm not sure how he could fit in. I'm, I'm sure <laughs> those of us who appreciate him would be like, yay. But I'm not really certain that it's, uh, that there's a spot for him. John? Really? I don't know that I follow why you think he wouldn't fit. Is it? It's not that because the Ghostbusters mm-hmm. has gotten too grounded or too realistic or whatever. I mean, effectively, the most recent Ghostbusters pretty yeah. well matched the tone, the plot, for that matter, of the first sure. one. So what makes you think yes. he wouldn't fit? It's it's his portrayal of the character specifically. I feel like the story itself, yes, was was within the boundaries of the first couple of films. Mm-hmm. But as far as the portrayal of a character... I feel like every character has been toned down and more grounded. When we see uh, uh, Janine, for example, Annie Potts's character, mm-hmm, you know, briefly yeah. in the film, mm-hmm. she's very grounded. You know, she was kind of also, you know, a little bit, uh, had a lot more fun with the character earlier on. Maybe it's because of age, but I feel like more it's because of the tone of the film that she was, you know, more earthy, earthbound. Yeah. But if they did that with Annie Potts, why not do that with Rick Moranis? I know he was a colossal doofus, but with age, why yeah. wouldn't he have toned down as he got more, or yeah. moron, if you prefer Will's vernacular? Uh, I don't know why we need that callback, but okay. Yeah. But I think you could tone down Lewis yeah. Tully. I, look, I would go, I'd buy two tickets instead of one if I found out he was going to be in it, frankly. Oh, you yeah, know, me just too, yeah. for another <laughs> another great reason to see it. So yeah. Yeah, forget about ca- yeah. contacting your local Disney. Contact your local, was it Paramount? Universal? Universal? Huh. Mm. Uh, Regarding I Paramount, <laughs> no, I don't know. for Ghostbusters. Look first, yeah. step one: look up the producers of the Ghostbusters <laughs> studio. Step two: contact your local whoever they are. You want Rick Moranis <laughs> in the next film? Yeah, I think that's it. You sure? Go check his paper. I had a lot more written down for this, but whatever. Okay, fine. We got, we're running out of time. Look, we're, we're, we have to now get the next story done in negative two minutes. <laughs> All right, hey. <laughs> also, this week in 1980s news, and finally, our story is Funko Games mm-hmm. in collaboration with Lucasfilm brings Ed the adventure home with new tabletop games inspired by Indiana Jones. Ooh. I think we've talked about this. All of our families play games. Yep. Um, so I was really Still. thrilled to find out we've got these four new Indiana Jones games coming. Now upstairs, uh-huh. I do have my 1980s Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark board game. Wow. Mm. I think it's missing a piece at this point. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. But... I play the heck out of that thing. And just because it was associated with the film, mm-hmm. these four games, as I've read about them, three of them, as I mentioned at the beginning, I'm excited about. I think mm. I will go out and buy now that these uh, things are available. Which ones? Um, I want to hear. So, yeah. Okay. So first up is a game they call Indiana Jones Cryptic. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the description from, uh, from the game. Face booby traps, menacing villains, and supernatural threats in this puzzle-filled, action-packed, escape room game. Ooh, mm. yeah, Using yeah, Dr. Yeah. Jones' journal as your guide, you'll decipher ancient texts, uncover valuable clues, and defeat unknown evils with logic, deduction, and creative thinking. Plus, you'll navigate trap-filled temples and mysterious jungles by drawing your route through perilous maps. Choose wisely, and you'll hmm. find fortune and glory in this unforgettable adventure. <laughs> I like it. I'm ordering it. That's Sounds, it. Yep. Done. Sounds cool. Yeah. That's the cool <laughs> thing about board games these days. Think back to your 
your Raiders game that you've got upstairs that you said, Will. Yeah. Back then, board games were nothing more than Candyland with a coat of paint for this franchise. It's Candyland, but it's Raiders on it. It's Candyland, but it's Bionic Woman on it. It's whatever. And it really wasn't Mm -hmm. based in the story of the game any more than, you know, make your way around the board and, you know, Mm -hmm. collect five idols or whatever is nothing. Right. But modern board games, Mm -hmm. I feel like people these days, they, they, they weave the actual franchise into the mechanics of the game now. So you get more of the experience, Mm -hmm. which makes them that much better. I agree. And I like escape rooms. Uh, I like escape rooms that you leave the house for. And just mm-hmm. past, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago or a month, we played one that you have at your home. You know, we've done that before too, but we played another mm-hmm. one recently where- Like in a box, uh, right? Yes. Oh. And you're not literally trying to escape the room so much as you're working together as a team to solve puzzles. Yeah. And one yeah. puzzle leads you to be able to solve another one yeah. and so on and so forth. And then you quote unquote escape the room. Mm-hmm. They're fun. They're a fun group uh, activity to do. My family enjoys. So something with the uh, Indiana Jones theme, absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. The next game is Indiana Jones. Throw me the idol. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> Throw I me want. the whip. <laughs> Throw me the idol. Here, look. Oh, what is that? <laughs> it's Indiana, Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. Holding looks like the a holding the idol. One, like uh, holding the idol and a worm. <laughs> oh, and a worm. <laughs> For you listening at home, imagine if Cat were holding I have Sala a toy too. near your face. I have Sala. An unlimited number of toys. She's then switched to two toys simultaneously. Somehow, regardless how close she holds it to the camera, the home audience still cannot see it. Here's the tour de force. It's the arc. Don't don't, no, look, don't, don't look. look. Don't look. Tell me when it's closed. She just held up the Ark of the Covenant and opened no, it on oh, camera. Look, you oh, like cool. a doofus. Here's the ghoulie guy. Oh, what do you, what do you, oh my God, my face oh, is melting. A ghost I can feel it. Out of it. Yeah. You're melting. Oh. So in okay, the Throw Me the Idol, do you dare enter the temple? Thrilling physical action and blazing bouts of card play await you. In this race for fortune and glory, two teams are pitted against each other. Indiana Jones versus his bitter rival, Belloc. Belush. Gain the most points by outmaneuvering your opponents in 12 laughter filled out of your seat challenges that will keep everyone on the team involved. So yeah, this is, I don't know if you guys played this game. This is kind of maybe a newer phenomenon where you have a board game or, or cards, et cetera, that require you to do certain physical feats in your home oh. in order to advance in the game. I think I would like that. I'm out. <laughs> no physical. Can't physical. do it from the couch. Well, it depends. What are they going to ask me to do? I got to like wash the dishes or vacuum or oh, be, they, no, white right, cards. Well, yeah, they have some my examples. wife can write them. <laughs> they say that players use custom components to reenact moments from the classic films. Oh. For example, sneak past your opponent's arrows, endure, endure spine-tingling peril, and grab the iconic golden, golden idol without getting caught to claim victory against your rival. So Arrows? Oh. Do they include yeah. mm-hmm. like a bow and arrow? And or nerf <laughs> darts. Yeah, on here? It yeah. doesn't say. Yeah, maybe nerf. I don't know. Wow. I might be back in. <laughs> You can shoot uh, those from a card the couch. game. <laughs> I don't really care about the card game, so we'll skip that. And then oh. finally, Indiana Jones Sands of Adventure. Time oh. is running out, and it's up to Indiana Jones and his friends to rescue the Ark of the Covenant before it falls into the wrong hands. Scour ancient Tannis to find the elusive relic while building up your strength and resources. But beware, if the sand timer sudden, suddenly swings over, it triggers a race to survive. Oh. Battle the scheming Colonel Dietrich, the dangerous Major Tot or Tote. I never knew how to say that as a kid. <laughs> and the ruthless Dr. René Belloc. Belloch. <laughs> Belloc. <laughs> Belloc. Well, got it. Thank you. I had to do it twice. Indiana Jones is such a dick in that moment, isn't he? 
He is. Yeah. They, they, they make, you know, Sala as his character who's like struggles with English somewhat, you know? Right. Oh. Then he mispronounces Belloc's name. <laughs> and what does like, Indiana Jones do? He laughs like, in his friend's face. Right. He gives him a hard um, time. Actually, oh. it's pronounced yeah. read a book. <laughs> I, I, I always thought that was a weird moment. Like, why not just have him pronounce it correctly? Like, what did we learn? You know, like writing, and it's written by the great Lawrence Kasdan, it's supposed to be about, you know, revealing things about character. Mm-hmm. Revealed Sala's English is, you know, I guess, and that's not even an English word, it's a French name. Yeah. And then we learned that Indiana Jones has no empathy for people struggling with English, I guess, or French. Oh, that's not how I read it at all. I always oh, assumed okay. that Sala had heard it pronounced Baloche. That Okay. Mm-hmm. The people who were working with him, I can't imagine the Belloc went, let me introduce myself to you slaves who are digging in the sand, right? He, he yeah. just, you hear his name murmured because he's the big gotcha. boss. So I always assumed yeah. that the people who informed Salah had just heard it on the wind, not that they gotcha. saw his ID. And so, so it was it was more of a, oh, you know who that actually is? I'm sure that must be Belloc is kind of what Indy was doing. Ah, so that's funny how the radio, or was that the, the telephone game works? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The German right. said it one way, and then the yep. Arab people that overheard it said it another way. <sighs> I shouldn't say Arab people because if they're not Arabs, I'm, I don't know. So I'm going to seem really racist. <laughs> right. This may be the worst thing since I did that Confederate flag rant on uh, Jenny growing up. On, yeah. Well, the mm-hmm. actors may have been. We just don't know about the uh, what they were portraying. That's you, true. So you're being inclusive. I don't know. I need to watch this All scene right. again. I don't, I didn't have an opinion. I didn't even remember it. So mm. <laughs> we'll get wow, back Kat. to you. <laughs> then this is the perfect game for you to play. Next <laughs> All right. Hey, speaking of that, let's get out of this and say that was 1980s news. Hey, our independent podcast is brought to you every week by folks just like you. So if you'd like to help us out, please Follow us on the podcast platform you're listening to right now. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Share an episode on Facebook. All of these actions just take a moment and are 100% free. But if you'd like to chuck in a buck and help us keep publishing the show week after week, please visit us at 1980snow.com slash support to find out how you can send us a dollar or two. And thank you so much. It means a lot. I'm fully prepared to be trounced. Mm. Bye, John. Okay. I I love Indiana Jones, okay? Yeah. Uh-huh. But it's not, like, there's some things that I'm geek level at, but this doesn't yeah. happen to be <laughs> geek level. I I know many Indiana Jones, well, several Indiana Jones so, geeks. So, I Will, are you one. in love with Indiana Jones? Or are you in love with the idea of Indiana Jones? I just, I just really like watching the movies, but, but I haven't watched them as many times. She doesn't remember every little thing. (laughs) Fair. I don't either. So we're evenly matched. Okay. (laughs) So it's perfect that Kat uh, knows very little about Indiana Jones because once again, it's it's time time to play. play. You call him Dr. Jones. (laughs) It's like Belloc. Belloc, you asshole. (laughs) What a a moron. (laughs) Bello? Oh my goodness. Oh my God. Hey, Marion, come here for a second. Mm. All right, so here's what we're going to do. Oh my goodness. Things are happening. Oh my God. I have got a game board here. Oh, it's a map. We do from time to time. It's a topography map. So here's how we're going to play. So before, Mm -hmm. in front of you, and if you you folks, if you're listening and you want to be able to see this, Mm -hmm. uh, check Mm -hmm. out our YouTube channel or follow us on Facebook. We'll, We'll have the video there, 1980s Now. Yeah. Uh, is our name. 
Groovy. Um, so here we have a board here. Yes, it's a map. And you've got uh, 14 different places on this map that you can go. Well, 15. Mm. I guess there's a 15th place you want to make it to. That's that uh, black square on the on your uh, right. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is the where the temple that is housing the ancient relic that you archaeologists are, are racing to get. Oh. Okay. To get there, though, you're going to have to journey from one portion of the map to another, represented by these uh, 14 different circles. Mm-hmm. And much like some other games we, we play, depending on where you land, you'll have a different path that you can take, and then you can make a choice to where you go. All right. Uh, to proceed, however, you have to be able to answer a question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but also, occasionally, there may be a, a pitfall that uh, will, will cause you to lose some time in your race for the uh, ancient Well, item. this is Are remarkable. Who okay. needs Funko when you're making board games like this? <laughs> yes. <That's right. laughs> when you've got Grumpy Co. <laughs> All right. Uh, I can't call it last time, John. You call it heads or tails. I'm going to call heads. All right, it's tails. So cat right. goes first. Cat, okay. to get on the board, you're gonna have mm-hmm. to answer a question, and then okay. I'll put your token in that first question mark, and then from there you'll be able to mm. proceed to different spaces on your next turn. Okay. That's cool. All right, question so number one for you, cat. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh boy. Let's see here. All right, here you go. Snakes. Question number one, and these are based on the first three films, and some of the questions are related to any of those, you know, uh, maybe all of them because they're a little broader. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. N- n- nothing to do with Crystal Skull. <laughs> okay. No. I thought, honestly, I honestly thought I was making it more fair because I thought Kat, if anything, hadn't really seen that one very many times. I didn't realize she doesn't even know who Indiana Jones is. Oh. So she's wow. already at a disadvantage there. Those fighting words. Did, Am I exaggerating? show off all our toys here. All right, here we go. <laughs> oh, that's... <laughs> all right. Okay, here we go. Uh, which toy in your living room See, that's the kind of question Actually, you do well at. But here's the real first they question. They live in a kitchen look. cabinet. I'll have you know. They sit on See top of See that? Already you got it yeah. wrong. Already oh. you got it wrong. <laughs> All right, here you go. Here's your question. Sorry. George Lucas credits oh. his dog for providing, at least in part, inspiration for both Chewbacca and Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. What oh. was the name of George Lucas's dog? Oh, man. <laughs> um... Indiana? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's the sound for you to get it right. All right, Kat, you're on the board. On the Let's board. give you a piece to put on the board here. This is the way I'm going to do we it. Name the dog Indiana. <laughs> There's your piece. Your purple. Thank you. Wow. All right, John, let's get you on the board. Mm. Here is your question. Okay. <laughs> I mm. feel like, you know, I always do this to John. Like, mm. it seems like John gets, Kat gets the question that John's ready to crush. And then John gets the question that, you know, you, you need some kind of encyclopedic knowledge of all oh. world history to know. Okay, here you go, oh, John. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Temple of Doom led to the addition of PG-13 to the MPAA's rating system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which 1984 film, starring Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Grey, was the first to receive that rating? Red Dawn. That's right. Don't call me John. <laughs> awesome. Who needs encyclopedic knowledge? And silly right, me. I forgot about that movie. I was going to be like Dirty Dancing. <laughs> All right, Kat, it's your turn. Now you'll notice there's a little branch on this map because this map is, you know, we're sort of uncovering mm-hmm. it as we go here. Yeah. You could either travel oh, uh, up or mm-hmm. right, I guess north or east. Uh, which way would you like to go? Hmm. I'd like to go north, please. It's like a little text adventure. Like we're playing Zork. Go to house. Go east. Pick up key. 
Sorry, cat. Oh. 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 Is this a pitfall? You hit a literal dead end here. Oh, no. And as a result. Skull and crossbones. There's pirates. Turn, cat. It's pirates oh, no. here. Get yourself out of this hole. So does her piece right. go there or does her piece stay where she started? Oh, no, her piece goes there. Yeah, she's going to have to oh. get out of Sticking there. Sticking me in the pit okay. there. Yep. <laughs> all right, Johns, it means you get to yes. go again. Which way would you like to go? <laughs> I would like to go east, alternately. All right. You don't want to join me? <laughs> not that I don't. I'm not going <laughs> to. All right, there you go, John. You're, you're safe for now. You're going to get another question. And okay. Oh. Let me see if I can carefully reveal the other. I don't remember the directions you can be able to go after this. All right, you can go east again or south, I guess it looks like. Ah. Okay, here is your question, okay. John. Right. I'm ready. A little more than halfway through Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, Indy and Henry converse over a private's table while hiding out on a German Zeppelin. Okay. Unseen to viewers beneath the table, Harrison Ford and Sean Connery both did this. Hmm. I want to... Like, I don't have a solid answer, but my gut tells me. Did they both take off their shoes? Oh. Nope. I got Wilhelm. Oh. <laughs> no, all right. Uh, oh, no, no, sorry. That is wrong. Mm, I don't remember. Oh. Hmm. Now, should we do our thing where I offered Kat a chance to get out of there based on your question? Ooh. Huh. Whatever it takes. I, I don't know the answer now to I, this. Now I make this keep us because otherwise. She doesn't Kat know, so it. yes, offer it to her. <laughs> Yeah, okay. All right, Kat, do you know the answer? I do not know the answer. I was going to say, like, did they both cross their ankles? All right, she doesn't know. <laughs> cross their ankles. I don't know. Neither is wearing pants. <gasps> I thought John was alluding oh. to this earlier when he said about he wasn't wearing How pants. How can I not remember that? All right. <laughs> yeah, it turns out that excessive heat on that set prompted Connery to remove his slacks while shooting the scene, and Ford followed suit. <laughs> Oh, right. You said unseen to the audience. Like, oh, yeah, and in my filmed, head, yeah. I pictured mm-hmm. it was like some kind of synchronous. Nah, yeah. All right, Kat, yeah. uh, you are, there's only one place for you to go, which is back here. <laughs> okay. Huh. I think I'm going to run out of questions before you guys. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to see. All right, here yeah. we go. Uh, Kat, here's your question. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, oh, sorry. This is uh, when, uh, when Indy and Sala, Sala, uh, find the Ark and Raiders of the Lost Ark. The filmmakers mm-hmm. paid tribute to Lucas's other well-known film franchise by including which Star Wars characters among those etched in stone? Oh, um, I think, aren't R2-D2 and C-3PO in there somewhere? Don't right. Wow. That's even in the Lego set. And they have these forthcoming wow. Lego sets of the, the, the yeah. Well of Souls or whatever where they get the thing. Even their little mm-hmm. Lego minifigure hieroglyphics on the, in the hieroglyphics of that set. Oh, that's so I cool. I realize this game is flawed, guys. I realize it's flawed. It's okay. I think I made enough questions to assume that one person would get there. But right now we've used four questions and basically you're still on the first <laughs> spot. Mm, yeah. So that's bad. Huh. Just don't put it on YouTube and act like that's how big the map was and we won. <laughs> I'm trying to think how to fix this on the fly here. Or retcon the entire map to see, to just make it look correct for whatever we do. Huh. Well, so if you get a question right, you should Mm -hmm. be able to advance. If you get one wrong, Mm -hmm. you don't advance, but then you're still there and you got to get another question. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't have infinite questions. Most of the questions I found online were shit. Oh, 
You might have to pull those mm. out <laughs> in desperation. I'll be like, who is the star of Indiana Jones? <laughs> who, who played Indiana Jones in all of the four films? <laughs> John, list three action figures Kat has in her cabinet. Hey, there you go. I'll just start asking personal questions. Yeah. <laughs> The game is flawed. All right, you know what? Let's do that. Let's say you progress no matter what. Okay. That question's out. We'll go to a point system. Okay. Every question is a point, but if you also make it to the end, you get an extra okay. point. All right. Oh, well, I've changed like, my mind. Um, we do need Funko to make these games after all. I totally reversed <laughs> you know my assertion. <laughs> yes. You're like, well, we'll make a decent looking game on, on his computer, but the, the, the mechanics are terrible. Who did your play testing? Nobody. Is it surprise you if I told uh -huh. you nobody did? Try the soup. Where are the okay. guinea pigs? <laughs> all right. So look, you guys are both on that same spot, but if it has a question mark, there's no question to be had. So John's beating you. I mean, you're beating John. Which is a miracle. There you go. <laughs> the most shocking thing of all this is that's happening. That's the most, certainly um, the most shocking but, thing. <laughs> no pants. Okay. So here's the real thing. All right. Switching the rules now, or this slight mechanic. This, this is about a race to get as many uh, artifacts as mm -hmm. you can. All right. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Mm -hmm. If there's a question mark there, that's already been plundered. Uh, <laughs> if there's not a question mark, okay. You get to a booby trap or a skull, you're still, that's your turn. Okay. All, right. All right, here we go. You get a point for everyone, right? You get to the relic, you get an extra point as well. I was mm -hmm. going to say five, but if you got to the relic, you probably did really well. You already won. It, right. so. yeah. I also think I collected a really cool relic of a skull and crossbones. Just want to point that out. You how did cool not. that was. You did not. You were hurt. <laughs> um, all right, John, you can go east or south. Uh, I'm going to go east. I'm going to continue on. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. oh, eastern exit. Oh, I just got ripped oh, off. Look God. at this. The East took me south. Know. I mean, yeah, I mean. <laughs> Things just went south. <laughs> mm. oh, just that path, that tunnel that you were digging there led that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh. It's problematic. Got another, sprung another trap. All right, Kat, where would you like to go? Um, well, hmm. now, I, I guess I need to follow John. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> Blam! All right, Cat. You got a question, Cat. All right, Cat. Okay. Part of the Last Crusade is a treasure hunt, with Indiana Jones having to work out the location of the Grail. After finding his father's diary, mm. he soon learns that the Holy Grail is held in the ancient city of Alexandretta, Turkey. Okay. What is the actual location of the stunning hall carved in rock? Oh, I have no idea. We did with John. John. We'll give you a chance to steal, and you'll mm -hmm. get to move too. Because we get, somehow, whatever gets this gun, game gun faster. <laughs> Is it Go actually down. on a soundstage? Without no, pants it's a real location. The table. It's a real okay. location. But I don't know. Looking for the outdoor, real carved in rock ending location of the. Mm. No, you're right. yep. oh. that's actually a real place located in Petra, Jordan. Mm. Oh, okay. it's a really crazy place too. It's an ancient. Seems like an ancient city, uh, some several couple thousand years ago, was carved in this mm -hmm, rock mm -hmm. there. And part of the, one of the real fascinating things about it is, my, my mom let's understand is the irrigation system of get, that they built this you know ancient civilization built to get water to this essentially desert. Uh, in addition to having carved that uh, you know fantastic looking 
castle or this one's like carved in the side of a mountain face right it's like all these yeah uh, yeah looks exactly. like an apartment exactly. building that grew naturally is what it looks like grew naturally. <laughs> <laughs> growing apartment building add water get apartment yep. <laughs> all right cat so you're here i'm going to tell you which ways okay. you can go if i can oh there you go so there's only one way more for you to go here well wait so john isn't it technically john's turn though yeah, it's even my though turn oh john it's your steal. turn john sorry so it's my john. turn yes so. john. Yeah, yeah yeah so you want to go here else well yep Mm-hmm. That's this right. game sucks. I should have just asked you guys trivia. Holy <laughs> shit. Holy this shit. This is funny though. All right, John. All right, John. I'm going to run out of questions and we're just going to call it the end right. of the show. And that's right. fine. I really okay. don't care at this point. We're All right, John, well. here's your we're question. Doing. He's already thinking about his trip to New York. That's what he, his, this is where his head is. I get it. That's where I'd be too. John, in, the, in, the, in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, the club owned by the villainous Lao Shea is named after which Star Wars character? Oh my goodness. Oh, I like, I remember that trivia question, but do I remember the answer? Yeah. Mm. Oh boy. I can see the sign. Dang it. I'm drawing a blank. I'm screaming at you. No, I'm drawing, I know everyone listening is just screaming at me. Cat, <laughs> do you know what to steal? Do it, Cat. Do it. No, but I was going to guess, is it like one of the, is it like one of the alien singers in the... <laughs> Cat, give us a name. We're not oh. guessing... Oh, oh. Is it someone on a far, on a planet in a galaxy? <laughs> Give me the name of the character. Wait, ask the question again because I think I misunderstood. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for being so irate then. It's okay. You can yell away. Yeah, and I'm I'll only just... mad at myself. You oh. guys know that. Cat, John could tell you this because he sees right through me. I'm <laughs> only mad at myself. He's furious. In, the India, in, in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, the club owned by the villainous Lao Shea is named oh. after which Star Wars character? Oh, the club has the name. Yeah, yeah, I was, the I was okay. mystified. Oh, Lao Shea. That's what I, I got, got stuck on Lao Shea. No, yeah, there's, there's a big sign. There's a big sign. I remember seeing the sign. Yeah, Indiana Jones up. as he's falling from the from the mm-hmm. window and lands on yep. a roof. Damn it! Roof. I, sorry. There. All right. No. The club is named Club Obi Wan. <gasps> Max Rebo. I should be mortified <laughs> for not knowing that Max Rebo. <laughs> John gets a point for that. Don't call me. Max Rebo is on the board. I was on the. I had one already, so we were still one to two, as far as I know. <laughs> All right, it's John's turn, and I—I th- I don't think we moved any of your pieces. I think we're <laughs> where we're supposed to be. So this is the only way you could go—is to the west here, which actually is this winding passageway that mm. eventually takes you north, and you get a question. <laughs> Thank goodness. What if we're just surrounded all, right, on all John, sides your question is, by skull and crossbones? It'd be terrible. <laughs> I'm sure this is not what you hoped for when you, you heard it was going to be Raiders trivia either, but whatever. <laughs> hey, the submarine used for filming uh, in Raiders of the Lost Ark. You remember mm-hmm. that one where we talked about how the hell did he survive? But yeah. Went to the periscope. Yeah. yeah. That submarine was the same submarine used for filming which Academy Award uh, nominated 1981 German film? Oh. Das Boot. That's right. Nicely done. Go John. Go John. John might know that. Nice. Mm. We're tied, Cat. We are. Now this makes more sense, (laughs) at least. (laughs) So now, Cat, I imagine you're going to want to travel along and follow John here. Of course, I want to follow John everywhere. Yep. Now let's see which way you guys can go. Now, I, look, I think the way the game, this game sucks, but all right, you can only go, it's this okay, fun. You, can go east. you can only go east. That's because you're an eternal optimist, Cat John. It's fine. So Cat, would you rather go east or But east? here's the thing though, since Cat's move, if we're taking like a board game, Cat's move was to go there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now 
That's it. Is that the end of her turn? Or does she keep going until she finds a question? Okay, I didn't write, write this questions. episode. You tell me the story. Oh, shit, man. I'm asking for your help, man. I got to tell you, I was struggling with this. I had just trivia questions and I was like, I know how to take it up a notch. Mm -hmm. It turns out that didn't go up a notch. Just like in mm -hmm. Indiana Jones, the ground fell out from underneath me. No, no, from board game structure, I would assume, yes, her turn was to move to this spot where the question has already been, it right. has been exhausted. I would agree. Yes. It's, and it's gone. So I'm out of luck. Mm -hmm. All right, whatever. So, Let's just stick with this then. Fine, whatever. All right, John. So, yes. John, the only way you can go is this way. So, you're going this way. That's, right? the, that's the path I direct what I want to do. Yeah, perfect. That's what okay. I want. So, I'm right, like, yes. I'm like the hero keeping up with the villain or something, right? Like, yeah, on this map. You're the Belosh. Oh, now you're I'm Belosh. The <laughs> it's Balak. You dumbass. It's Balak. <laughs> God what damn a, it. You're what stupid. A, what a Nimrod. But by the way, can you help me with this adventure and get me a lot of uh, resources? Yeah. Can you send your kids free? to save my bacon when I'm about to be killed? Yes. Thanks. Right. Appreciate it. He's All right, dying. John, here is your question. <laughs> yes. Yes. Here we go. The opening of The Last Crusade shows how a young Indiana Jones may have been inspired to pursue his life's work. Mm -hmm. What explanation is given for the notable scar on Indiana Jones's chin? Ooh. As I recall, he was... He was on a circus train and he okay. pulled a whip out of a box car and had never used it before yeah. and hit himself in the chin, as I recall. Ooh. That's right. Don't call me. I thought it was a trick question. I was really nervous. No. <laughs> no, you're right. Indy accidentally whips himself. Now, it turns out Harrison Ford, on the other hand, actually has that scar mm -hmm. yep. on his chin. That's right. But he got in a car accident in Southern California when he was in his early 20s. Mm -hmm. And so, hey, he's had it in all his movies, but it turns yep. out, no, it's not a prosthetic. They now have developed an in-canon mm -hmm. reason for Indy to have that uh, mm -hmm. feature. All right. Enough. Nice, John. Cat's going to fall. Now, see, look, now mm -hmm. she's not going to get a question. So don't talk mm -hmm. about this game is not fair. But it's skewed in my favor, which is okay. <laughs> all right. You can only go south, John, I guess. I guess I'll go south. I guess we're hoping John gets one wrong and then Cat tries to steal it. I you have to wait long, Cat. It's going to happen. We'll see what happens. You're working out the bugs. All right, bugs. I like how South Cat's even willing to go along with it. All right, <laughs> all right Cat, oh, John, you get, get another question. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, all right, John, here is your question. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If we could find one that John will get wrong. Let's see. I think next time you do this, you need to have a picture of a snake. Um, um, can you just hold that one up? Why a snake? Oh, instead of a skull and crossbones? It's a worm. Yeah. Why does it have to be a skull and crossbones? There's just a snake everywhere he goes? No, oh, no. I mean, if, it, if it's a, a pitfall, you know, if it's like a... Uh, uh, or uh, Wilhelm screen it. All right, John, here you go. Snake. It's well known <laughs> that while the cast and crew was shooting the Cairo set scenes in Raiders of the Lost Ark, they all managed to get sick from food poisoning mm -hmm. while eating out. Mm -hmm. yep. All, that is, except for Steven Spielberg, who avoided illness by eating which canned product for all of his meals? Spam? Cat, <laughs> can you steal and move ahead of space? I think I can. Uh, wasn't yeah. it like Chef Boyardee? Mm, <laughs> or can you give me a specific? That's right! No, it's not SpaghettiOs. Nice. Yes. The game is working out now. Yes, this is the best game ever. I'm going to edit out all the other parts where I was complaining. That easy. Easy. Let's not get oh. too excited. <laughs> I'm definitely not putting this video up. I don't even know what it would look like. Of course, you know, the fact that uh, Ford, as you know, got sick. Uh, led to one of the best scenes in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. So John Rise, Rise Davies, Reese Davies, John mm -hmm. Reese Davies, John mm -hmm. Reese Davies, who plays Sala, apparently according to the story, had gotten, was one of the guys who got, who got sick and at some mm -hmm. point during shooting just bent over and 
Uh. went to the bathroom. Mm. Uh, he beloshed in his pants. <laughs> and Harrison Ford, supposedly, you know, he also had to use the bathroom every 10 minutes or so because he was suffering from this illness. Mm-hmm. So when it came to shooting that scene fighting against the giant swordsman, he is the one who suggested the Lord goes and has been confirmed actually by Ford and Spielberg. Mm-hmm. Can I just shoot him? Because he knew he had a limited time for to run to the toilet again and beloshed. <laughs> All right, Kat, you can go. It's your turn. Wow. Okay. You got to advance because you stole a question from John and it's your mm-hmm. turn. So okay. you could either go east or south. Get her, get her, get her. <laughs> I'm worried about going south. Skull and crossbow, skull and crossbow, skull. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> but I don't think there'd be, oh, I know I'm going to go south. All right, I'm going to You shouldn't risk do it. that. Yeah. Oh no, you should do that. I'm feeling risky. Oh my goodness. Oh, the follows are happening. All right, Kat, you went south and it, the cat, it, <laughs> the Cameron wound up winding more more like southeast, and you've landed on another question. Yeah, I thought it was just going to go straight. All right, Kat, your question. Is anybody keeping track of the score? George, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. John's okay. got three, Kat's got two. George okay. Lucas offered the idea of Indiana Jones to his friend Steven Spielberg as a consolation for Spielberg not being permitted to direct a movie of which other popular long-running franchise? Oh, Star Wars. No. Ooh, sorry, no. It's not the correct answer. John, oh. do you steal? I would love to hear it once more. Would you mind? Yeah. George Lucas offered the idea of Indiana Jones to his friend, Steven Spielberg, as a mm-hmm. consolation for Spielberg not being permitted to direct a movie of which other popular long-running franchise? Hmm. I definitely don't know the, don't push the button. I don't know the answer to this. So I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to intuit the answer to this based on like, okay, so which okay. other popular franchises would Lucas yeah, have the authority to deny Spielberg to mm-hmm. direct? Right. Oh, and I'm, that, that's not suggested in the question. Lucas didn't deny him. He was denied. He was denied. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. But he, he saw his friend suffering and said, mm-hmm. hey, let's yeah, do okay. this other movie, right. Indiana Jones as, instead. As a, bit of, as a bit of an ego salve. Right. Just kind of like, here, put a little bit Well, of that's on. true because Star Wars wasn't popular yet. It yeah. was. Well, it was. Oh, well, so, no, yeah. Star Wars was huge already. Yeah. It was. Oh, popular. really? Star Wars already? had come out 77. Raiders mm-hmm. comes out in 80. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I got no answer. I don't know. Deny Spielberg anything? <laughs> no, it's 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 Bond, James Bond. Spielberg really? had attempted two times to direct huh. a James Bond movie, appealing to Bond producer Albert Cubby Rockley, oh. and was told he wasn't the right fit. Turns out, right fit meant that because he wasn't British, he wasn't permitted to direct the so, British franchise. Right, you know, so and it I'm, wasn't Lucas denying. Oh. Right, right, right. No, no, no. Yeah. Right. And I'm not certain that might have been correct. Broccoli might have been, I don't know a Bond film directed by Spielberg. What would that look like? I'm not sure it would feel Bondy. And Lucas's pitch to him was, look, we'll make our own Bond. And mm-hmm. Bond, his Bond was Indiana Jones. So mm-hmm. it was intended to be a kind of a, an American Bond of sorts, you know, sure. trotting, saving yeah, the yeah. world type adventuring character. Oh, I think I might've heard on a podcast called Gen X Grown Up that initially <laughs> the mm-hmm. character of Indiana Jones was supposed to be sort of more like kind of cosmopolitan and kind of more mm-hmm. bondy and, 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 and le- living off of his and, ill-gotten gains that he was selling to have a, uh, a greater life, but they, yeah, that they nixed that because it was not grounded enough. It was too, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. That was John attempting to steal. So it's John's turn. John, where would you like to go? You can go. You can I'm afraid of going East. I'm going to follow cat. <laughs> I'm certain oh, that's going to be a, trap over there so i'm not going to go east oh, right. just, but the question's I'm, I'm, been asked already so it it's cat's turn cat's cat turn. so cat let huh. me tell you which way you can go um let's see. i'm glad you guys are keeping go track of this because <laughs> to the north mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, just north you can only go north 
Oh, so I get to or, travel. Or right. you could return yeah. back in an effort to oh, go yes, east later. Back. There's that That's option. True. You're right. Oh. You can go west and double back to where you were going, or you can go north. Oh. Now I'll just go north. Let's <laughs> see what happens. Good point, Jim. It's going to be a crazy, circuitous route. It wasn't. Well, you got a question. All right, Kat, your question is, Mm -hmm. after reading the script for Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, which country's government refused to let the filmmakers shoot there? Oh, I don't know. John? (sighs) I got to go for Germany. They're pretty uptight about that kind of stuff. Mm. Mm. Good guess, though. Talking about Temple of Doom. After reading the script for Temple of Doom. The country is India. Oh, I was oh. absolutely focused on Raiders. I was. Yep. Yep. That's okay. Well, <laughs> and here I was thinking, yeah. well, that's, it's India. So I didn't realize it wasn't actually filmed there. Like I didn't, mm. I just wasn't yeah. separating yep. that you know, out. It's primarily, primarily set there. The Indian government read the script and decided <gasps> it was too offensive to Indian culture. Wow. And a couple of decades later, so did the rest of us. <laughs> so I had the same rationale, yeah. but I was stuck in yeah. Raiders land as I'm thinking like, right. I know that Germans like, you can't even mention the word Nazi. Everything right. related to it's been it's destroyed. And it. so, yeah, I, I right. could see that, but okay. Understandable. Yep. Right. Yeah, so they wound up shooting the exteriors in Sri Lanka instead and shot the interiors on, on sound stages in Los Angeles and London. Okay. All right. Makes sense. All right. So it's John's turn. John, yep. where would you like to go? Would you like to join Kat on his, her mm, morning trek? I'm really puzzled. <laughs> what would you like to double back? I'm going to join Kat. I'm, I'm going to join Kat. <laughs> I honestly don't remember the right way. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I'm convinced that the other way is going to be a, a pitfall. So oh. I really don't remember. I'll just follow Kat. If I remembered, it would make it easier for me when I do this part. Because I'm literally like, all right, you can go that way. You can go the other way. Oh, look. Ooh. That those might join. I don't know. I don't Maybe. know. It might be some crazy loop. <laughs> uh, all right. So, Kat, you yeah. could go either uh, west or north. Wait. So it's me moving again? Yes. No, that was John. 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 Oh, it was, it was me. John. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Kat. John just yeah. John just joined you, and he doesn't get yes, a question. That was my so turn. Now you go. Right. So now it's you. Oh, yeah. I get muddled around that. <laughs> we figured this game out. We figured it out. Okay. I'm glad you guys did. We're not going backwards. Okay. Um. I'd like. Go, go west, please. Go west. West. I just wanted to say that because I like that band. (laughs) Oh, look, west is actually winding south now. Oh, 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 it joined up with the overpass. Landed on a booby trap. (laughs) Hey, I love how the road is like broken up on the way. It's like really rough, rough going. Oh yeah, you should (laughs) have learned. You should have known to turn back. (sighs) Could I? All right, John, it's your chance now. It's a terracotta north? road. Yeah, it's real bumpy. Yes, or do you want to? Or you want to triple your bump, triple back, triple back your way? <laughs> no, I'm gonna I'm gonna try north. Let's see how north goes. Oops, that's not the right thing. Here we go. Ooh, wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. North, okay, still going well. Still going Couldn't well. possibly just go north. Go, no, <laughs> still going well. Still going well. Oh, oh question. You a question. Ooh, man, goodness, no booby traps for you, John. Right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here's your question. What is, oh, this is a tough one. Thanks. Mm. What is the name of Indy's mentor and Marion's father? <sighs> is, is, is his name Maurice? Mm. Mm. I bet when you hear it, you're going to be like, <laughs> just that, yeah. that's what jumped in my head right away. So yeah. it's, it's one of those. It'll be familiar when, when I hear it and I can't call it up right now. <laughs> Abner. 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 Yep. There oh. you go. Yep. 
Yep. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah well, I did yeah, give his yeah. last name. I figured that was a gimme. <laughs> Mr. Ravenwood was not going to fly. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Sure. Ravenwood. Mr. Ravenwood. Or Dr. Ravenwood. Or... No, he signs his letters. <laughs> He's an, the Egyptologist, uh, an archaeologist at the University of Chicago in the 1920s, who was the mentor of Indiana Jones. He was... Mm-hmm going to be on a young Indiana Jones Chronicles episode, but the show got canceled before they mm. could do that. That would, that's what shows like that should do is mine the backstories of people and flesh them out. That's what you could do well there. And yeah, it stuns yeah. me. They didn't think yeah. of it until they got toward the end of the series. <laughs> they run out of ideas. <laughs> All right. It's going to be a little bit of a race now, Kat. You can only double back to where you were, but you don't get a there question. And now it's John's yep. turn. Let me, Tell mm-hmm. John where John can go. Yeah. Oh, right. you're telling me where I can go, I'm sure. <laughs> Why should today be any different? No, I'm, no. My, my mood entirely shifted. You see that from yes. trying to put you yeah. on the hot seat. All right. You can only go south from here unless you double back to where we'll double back. So I'll, I will attempt to go south. All right. And we'll see where that puts me. See. When you said your so, mood shifted, I thought you meant you weren't grumpy anymore. Twisting turn. <laughs> oh, no. He's still grumpy. <laughs> he's still grumpy. Yeah. Just oh, yeah, for no, different I'm reasons. I'm on John because- yeah. All right, John, you safely, uh, in a circuitous, somewhat circuitous way, have uh, safely arrived at another question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're just a square or, or space away from the final relic here. Well, well. we don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, pr- proximity-wise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, proximity-wise. I was the same uh, proximity before question, I got John. here, so <laughs> there's no guarantees. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you went, you went right. all the way That's around true. the box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> like, stop the bus. I want to get out here. <laughs> In Temple of Doom, how many Sankara stones are, were stolen from the Mayapur village at the outset of India, of Indy's Indiana, of Indy's Indian adventure? <laughs> Holy crap. I believe it was three stones. I think it was three. That's right. Don't call me. Oh. Oh. All right, Cat, nice. it's your turn, Cat. Okay. Would you like to follow in John's footsteps or, well, you can't double back, but would you like to follow John or would you like to go a different way? You can go south or north. I'll just follow John. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. You don't get a question though. So John, it goes back to you. Let's see where mm-hmm. you get to go. Hopefully it's just get the relic and end this game. You're erasing blue. All right. You can go north. Go north. North it is. North it is. <laughs> go north. <gasps> Oh, it's a straight oh, shot. Nice. Oh, straight in there. All right, okay. you arrived at the at the. Uh, oh my gosh! At the ancient temple here, or the the home to the uh, relic. Okay. That uh, right. you've been racing to get for an extra point. All right, here is your final question. You could win this. You could stop the game mm-hmm. by stopping the game and getting it right. You'll get one more point. You will win by f- with five to three to cat. Got it. If you get it wrong, mm-hmm. she'll get a chance to steal that point. Mm-hmm. Oh boy! And uh, then she'll it'll be tied us. again. Right. Mm-hmm. Got it. All right, here you go. Here's a Raiders question. While it's well known that Tom Selleck may have played Indy, if not for Magnum P.I., mm-hmm. which of Harrison Ford's future co-stars auditioned opposite Selleck? The woman who auditioned opposite to Tom Selleck for the Marion Hmm. Well, it's certainly, it's certainly not information that I have in my head immediately, so i got to think about it. A future Ford co-star does not narrow it down because he has such a, a storied acting career that he's worked with so many actresses. Yeah, I guess I could have given some language to limit that. It's true. That's all right. That's all right. No, I don't have an answer. I have no idea. Hmm. I just thought of a way I could set it that would have maybe given you a clue. But yeah. No, I don't know. G- give it to Cat. Give Cat the clue. She gets no, a bonus okay. clue. It's the relic. The rules change. <laughs> all right, I'll read it to Cat. I'll give the clue to Cat. Okay. There you go. While it's well, I'm going to read the same words, okay. but you'll, you're going to you'll hear it differently. While it's well known that Tom Selleck may have played Indy, if not for Magnum P.I., mm-hmm. which of Harrison Ford's 
future co-stars auditioned opposite Selleck. <laughs> future. <laughs> Is it somebody who's in Back to the Future? <laughs> what? I just I'm, you give broad categories. Is it a woman? Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm, yes. I'm guessing, now I'm guessing it's a name. Blade Runner co-star. Now is my guess. Now from the future. Okay. okay, okay. That's my assumption. All right. Right. That's so right. That's, it's Sean Young. Sean oh. Young. That's a good. Seat. Uh, <laughs> yes, she's starting oh, uh, Blade Runner, which premiered a year after Raiders of the Lost mm. Lost Ark opened. I feel so right. dumb now because you said it was one of his future co-stars, and I mm. totally lost that. Because when you said future, all I did was think about it. You jumped straight to Back to the Future. Because <laughs> I'm in New York too, I think. <laughs> because this game was this oh game gosh. was brilliantly designed, as we all know, because mm-hmm. that's the only version anybody heard of this show. Kat, you could be one. You could be basically one space behind John if you want, which you uh-huh. already know uh, is just one one removed from the relic. All right. That's where you're gonna go. Right. But you're not gonna get a question. Mm. So uh, it goes mm-hmm. back to John now. It's mm-hmm. his turn, and he gets a question once again to try Instead to. Instead of a question, feats of strength. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's a temple question. Which song does Willie Scott sing in the opening of Temple of Doom? Oh, damn it. Uh, that's terrible. That's terrible. I don't know that. Hmm. Mm. I hear it in my head. I feel like if I hummed it, you'd get it. Uh, of course, you know, let's, let's not cheat and do that. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hum it for cat, hum it for cat, then she'll be tied. It's it's like, it's it's inappropriate, it doesn't match the setting. It is, it's, I feel like it's a buzzy, I, I love Busby Berkeley musical of kind of thing. Film. It's nutty. Yes. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I, I, can't, I can't nail it though. I can't pick it out. I can't, I can't tell you the name of it either. I love the opening of this movie. Yeah. Love it. Why? Starting with this opening number, which is Anything Goes. Oh, yeah. Oh. And not only does uh, Kate Capshaw sing Anything Goes, but she had to learn Mandarin in order to do it because she does not sing it in English. They had uh, planned a more advanced dance number for this scene, but Kate, uh, but Capshaw's dress was so tight, it restricted her movements. <laughs> oh. So they had to scale back the choreography. Oh. All right. Mm. And if you were paying attention to a Facebook post of, I don't know, the last several months, there is a person Mm. who was a producer on this movie who is one of, also doubles as one of the dancers. Oh, I know this one. Kathleen Kennedy. That's right. The beloved (laughs) Kathleen Kennedy who could do no wrong by me. (laughs) Say that. I mean that earnestly too. All right, Kat, it's your move. Now you're you're, uh, actually here, but we're at the relic. So yes, you get a question. Um, It's still, uh, so if you get this, we'll go to, it'll be tied. Uh, but you'll get the because rel- you'll get the relic there, and then uh, all right, so blah 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 blah. All right, here you go. Here's your question. I keep getting going off in wacky directions. <laughs> all right, Kat, here's your question. <laughs> okay. In the Last Crusade, which Roman numeral indicates the entrance to the catacombs that hold the knight's tomb? Hmm. I don't remember. <laughs> <sighs> I know that one least well. Besides the crystal skull. John can steal for the point in the game. So I'm overthinking myself. Mm. If I were writing it, I would say, again, don't hit the buzzer yet. If I were writing it, I would pick three because of the the religious (laughs) implications of the numeral three. 
Sure. Okay. But mm-hmm. I do not believe that's mm-hmm. right. I think it's mm-hmm. I think it's Roman numeral four IV is what I think it was. Mm. Ah, ah, damn it. Good try oh, though. Crap. That's not it. The answer is Roman numeral <laughs> ten because X oh. marks the, X marks the spot. The spot. Okay. That's right. damn it. That's which right. Is a pay, which is a you know a payoff to a uh, you know a setup that he made earlier mm-hmm. in the film where he told Ooh. his students X never never ever marks the spot. spot. <laughs> you know, the one thing I have, one problem I have with Crusade, if anything at all, is there's a lot of that, a lot of setups and payoffs. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. They're almost too obvious. Well, artificially. You know, like like too, too much, too much. I know what you yes. mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when he meets Donovan and Donovan's pouring the, the water for, or the champagne for both of them. Oh. And they, they zoom in on the glasses. We know that's because they're going to be doing mm-hmm. it at the end. Yeah. Uh-huh. Donovan says, D- don't trust anybody. You immediately don't trust him. Yeah. <laughs> I think. I don't know. All right. Uh, I guess we're just going to go, uh, what? Was that the end of the game? Hmm. Uh, we can end up with a tie and both feel equally satisfied. Do well, we, right now you lead by one point. I You're think. Winning, oh, yeah. Well, then game over. Yeah. I win. <laughs> yeah, that's it. All right. <laughs> In that case. <laughs> I was going to say, if we I'm- continue... I'm fine skewing the rules if it's in my favor. I'm totally cool with that. It's also the show is live, and so it's nine o'clock. The show has to end. Oh yeah, we have to end. The next show is coming on. Yeah. All right. So not kicked out. Neither. If we were going to continue, I needed to phone a friend (laughs) upstairs. All right. Neither uh, if you won the relic, but here's the relic is revealed. It's the ancient cassette tape. It's a mixtape. Little mixtape. The ancient mixtape. And it's just, it's anything goes in 14 languages. And there you go. <laughs> 14 tracks, right. 14 hits. Because podcasts are not uh, regulated by the FCC, we can say that was the show. <laughs> and there's not a damn thing they could do about it. Nope. <laughs> Prove me wrong. Oh. Uh. <laughs> What I love about John and I is we don't do anything to help Cat. I don't think you hit that on the head hard enough, Will. Can you give it one more time? All right. That was the show. And that show. Yes. She picked it up. Among many others. Mm-hmm. Was brought to you every week. Thanks in part to our early adopters. Mm-hmm. Like Kathy Burke, Rick yep. Parker, and Karen mm-hmm. Flieger. Don't call me Junior. and thank you especially to our secret of our success level patreon supporters like Mm -hmm. john henderson Mm -hmm. great coletta brad bowman marcus taylor there is tony great brandon greer and nick guillory And I have a special announcement. We actually have a new, another new supporter. Please welcome to the show, Lisa Clark joining us. Welcome to the show, Lisa Clark. Yes. Thank Thank you, you, Lisa. So grateful. I love how that list is gradually growing. It's giving Cat more work to do. It means more support for the show, more people. Oh, it's what great. It's definitely giving me more work to do. (laughs) And and although this, uh, this episode was maybe terrible by some standards, not mine. <laughs> I won the game. I have this a was bar. a triumph. Yeah, great. Yeah, <laughs> John. I, look, I John's enjoy uh, <laughs> I enjoy beta testing and launching the game at the same time with you guys. <laughs> that I love mm. your way of presenting that. Yeah. 
I'm changing my, yeah, I'm changing my mind. Hey, uh, look, thank you so much for those folks who are supporting our show and helping us, uh, you know, actually, seriously, literally pay the bills because there are bills yep. to licensing <laughs> yeah. fees. You it's know, yeah. I'm talking about software licensing, subscriptions for mm-hmm. things, uh, mm-hmm. servers, paying for the service that actually gets this show out to the, everybody on the different podcast platforms. That's right. Thank you for doing that. If you can't, if you can, please help. You go to mm-hmm. 1980snow.com slash support. There's a bunch of different ways you can give us some dough. Or write us an email, make a comment on Facebook, you know, share an episode, uh, subscribe to YouTube. All those things are great too. Seriously. Mm-hmm. You could just do what these folks did. Like Rick, Rick Parker, of course, our, our, our supporter and listener and friend mm-hmm. wrote to us. Hey, well, a few days ago I went to a Duran Duran concert and as Kat told you, <laughs> it was a fantastic show. So let her know when you and John give her a hard time about Duran Duran, I am on her side. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Rick. <laughs> and he suggests because you know they're so, uh, as he says, they exemplify the '80s. Yes. Can he know he wants to nominate Duran Duran as the official band of the show? Hmm. Rick Parker, uh, you're. Do we get a vote? I'm going to say your name a that? whole lot more now. Uh, you're you're my favorite <laughs> patron now. <laughs> I feel like we have to vote on that. Maybe we should think about it. Let's think about that. <laughs> I'm not against the idea, but to have one band, I mean, I don't know. That sounds like um. Um. Hmm. I don't see any issue with that. Well, I actually. know that. I was waiting for John to respond. <laughs> I think we can get one member of the band to come on this show and and validate oh. validate Ooh. the request. Then I would agree to it. Otherwise, I like yeah. that. Yeah. So what we should do is come up with several bands that we think would be good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Reach out mm-hmm. to all their peoples and see who responds oh. and comes on the show. And they're the winner. Oh. Official band. Yeah. All right. Just go. like the official hey, snack uh, food of the Olympics, right? Like nobody at the Olympics <laughs> is eating snack food, but they have official snack food. Same thing with our show, official band. Just pick it. I love this hey, idea. Uh, regarding our uh, sex episode that we did just a few weeks ago, Mecca of Speed on Twitter writes, I only missed one or two questions that is, is, uh-huh. is my unknown superpower identification of sax solos. Ooh. <laughs> band geek here. We, we had two sax players that would kick into the Cagney and Lacey theme at any opportunity. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, he pinched his hand in the, <laughs> in the, the hinge of a radioactive trumpet case. And now he's magically going to identify songs from tiny snippets. No, he's superpower. Gosh. Yeah. I, I realized that's your superpower. Yep. Uh, and also I wanted to give a shout out to Nathan on Facebook who, who after calling our cabbage patch kids episode quote, hilarious yet insightful. I uh, went on to say, quote, I love the show. It's in my top three podcasts and I never miss an episode. I sometimes listen two or three t- times per episode. Wow. End quote. Hey, Nathan, let us know if you only listen to this one once. That's fine if you did. <laughs> I got to tell you, I usually uh, listen to them multiple times too, even after it's after it's published, I mean. Even after. And I use that as a gauge. And sometimes I don't want to listen after I hear it. Like, so spoiler alert, when someone yeah. says you're in my top X of anything- you mm-hmm. are number X. <laughs> okay. Because top two, we would spot. be two. You're you'd be number two. That's right. And if you were number one, you'd be, you're my favorite podcast. So say someone says, favorite. you're in huh. my top 10, oh, you're number 10. <laughs> because otherwise you'd be in the top eight or the top three, right? So Ooh, just I see know what you're saying. we're number three. I thought you were doing a callback to you know, X marks the spot. <laughs> no, I think that logic is pretty sound, John, but I think in reality is probably it's just hard to choose, right? Like, mm, you know, it's yeah. just neck and neck. So you have a few mm-hmm. favorites that kind neck. of rotate around. All right. Mm. It's right. us. It's Gen X grown up. It's a third podcast. <laughs> Hosted by some celebrity doing unfairly. 
Yes. But yeah, right? But they're still, stacked against but they're us. still on our level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. All right. Hey, we're not going to be here next week. We'll be, we'll be, something will be on probably, probably mm. rerun. Something you don't know we won't be. Something. Maybe you won't be. I might be. Mm. Yes. John might be here. It could be John uh, and he made from- up his own game <laughs> to win. When he can win because he's asking himself questions. Da-da-da! Winner! <laughs> and every question is, who's the handsomest podcast host? Aww. You are, baby. It's he looks me into again. the camera. And then he gets another point. <laughs> all right. Hey, whatever it is, uh, regardless of all that nonsense, we will talk to you again next time on 1980s Now. Until next time. Baloosh.